Yo, it's kind of crazy that this is episode 30 of the No One Cares podcast. That's pretty wild, 30 episodes. It doesn't seem like a lot, but that's kind of like a milestone. But anyways, episode 30 of the No One Cares podcast. Um, This one was like every single episode I always say. It's just super fun. This one's actually a lot longer than most, but um, I don't care. I'm not ashamed of it. That's the homie. We love music. Our conversations always kind of just are so intriguing and just interesting i was like man i think people are really gonna get a kick out of this and and really kind of have some interesting opinions about what we talked about uh content wise pines is a homie somebody i've known since i moved up to colorado about four years ago was one of the first dudes i kind of just kicked it off with his energy his creations just his vibe he was not only just a cool dude but he was actually you know i like to say a good friend and uh still is a good friend so, you know, it's only a matter of time that, you know, I had to have him on the podcast and it just so happened to be episode 30. Uh, this whole time, one, you know, one thing that we have in common is our love for music. Like, we definitely have some very interesting and similar palettes when it comes to music. And we, in this episode, we talked about everything. We talked about, uh, reviewed some Hello Yellow, a new uh, black rock band. We talked about Rico Nasty um and tear whack you know just like the, the uprise of like the golden age for female rappers which i hate saying female rappers but you get it uh we talked about features we talked about j cole we talked about jid reason tde against dreamville like, we talked about so much music stuff i can't even i can't even think about everything we talked to verbatim i uh, talked about verbatim but super cool episode i think everybody's really gonna enjoy it if you're a music lover if you're a music fan you have no choice but to really enjoy what we talked about here. So it's just a super dope episode. Um, that's kind of lost track of thought right now. I'm sitting in the room that hopefully by next month will be the podcast studio to where I can really, you know, get video, get video on Instagram, like have actually record the podcast and give it a really enticing visual aspect that I think my podcast deserves. Cause I mean, I up the artwork. I think the artwork is really dope, but I want to update and upgrade everything, man. I really want to put as much quality and content into this as I can. But that's just a side note. Anyways, I'm not going to hold y'all any longer than this episode already is. This is, uh, real quick, I just want to say thank you again to Pines. Appreciate you letting me pull up and, um, you know, just the 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 hostility. I don't even know what that means. Just being hospitable. um, Really appreciate it. But this is episode 30, Potting About Music with Pines. up what's happening everybody your favorite thursday podcast is back this is devin aka devin no one cares on all socials as always and this is episode 30 of the no one cares podcast um man so much to get into a lot going on uh i'm happy i'm excited i'm excited for this episode this is the late night episode we recording actually but it's all worth it because this this is the homie. This is the homie. We actually kind of go back since I actually first moved up here. You know. Um, but I want to check in with everybody. Hope everybody's doing good. <clears throat> Hope everybody's had a good week and had a good weekend. Uh, and all that jazz. I know my weekend was pretty crazy, and I'm pretty sure my special guest's uh weekend was pretty interesting too. We're gonna touch on that a little bit. But um, this is the homie. I said this is the homie. This is somebody that if you follow me from my blog days, um, he was one of the first people I did like a full length. 
um, like interview on. And that's actually how we first met. I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm burping, going crazy. I think I found out about dude through, I think through social when I first moved up here and then saw that he has a brand or it's called a brand, right? Can we call it a brand? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, AE stands for adult, adult entertainment. Adult entertainment. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, from that name alone, I was like, who is this guy? Because it was different. It wasn't like some typical wordplay name shit. Kind of catch you a little bit. Yeah, right? 100%. <laughs> and so I started following kind of watching what he was doing and, and just like the the creative mind, the artistic things that he was doing. And it was really different, especially being a black creative. That caught my eye off jump. So I was following him. Then we did our first um, like full length interview um, for my blog. And it was just, I was like, man, he's just cool people. Pulled up and was just like this, this, like I was inspired off of his energy and just his story in general. And so fast forward, you know, years later, We've been in touch. I've pulled up two events. We still stay super close. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I got to get homie on the podcast because it's only right. Like, it's only right. And it's crazy because it's like perfect timing. I know that like I'm in my my creative bag. You about to really, really get back in your creative bag. But um, let me just let me just let me just let me introduce him. This is the homie Pines. Pines, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit to the people Dang. who was Pines, all that jazz, the dreams, all that good stuff. Thanks, thanks. Oh well, first of all, I appreciate that, man. It makes me <laughs> extremely warm, man. Real, real welcoming. Um, my name is Pines, uh, Pastor Pines to some um, from Kansas City, Missouri. I've been out here for quite a bit. Uh, I run a brand called Adult Entertainment. Uh, we kind of multimedia uh, across a couple of different platforms. Uh, as of lately, our biggest focus has been on making clothes, clothing brand per se, mm-hmm. uh, trying to stretch that term to be a little bit more uh, inclusive to more of the things that we want to include in uh, regards to our, our passions, which are uh, whether that's from, we have a couple artists under us, uh, recording artists from Kearney Gang. and Shout out Kearney. Uh, shout out to Kearney. Uh and, and you know, just just different avenues in which you want to bring the brand. Uh, so yeah, sh- most of short. I'm gonna try some weird shit. By the way, I was thinking about while you're on the phone. I'm gonna try to go on live just for a little bit just to see how that shit right. works. Cause you brought the idea. Be like, you should go live <laughs> sometimes. So now I'm gonna try it with your. I idea. mean, you know, you, you got a you got a good voice and face. You know, what I mean, the people want to see you. You know, yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. Like flex. You know what I mean, sometimes I be, you know, what I'm saying sometimes I be doing my thing. Sometimes I be having the beard moisturized and all that <laughs> stuff. But you know. I got you know no facial hair, fam. Like it's 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 a, it's a problem. Sucks, don't it? I'm gonna look like you know real young for for quite a while, and that's not. That's you got not, a little bit of fuzz, bro. Bro, this is like bottom. 20 plus years of like not cutting it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is this is not like uh you know I decided this week I'm not shaving. Not my nigga. This is like no, you've been struggle, trying. bro. This is like this is an effort right here. You know, dedication. I feel that, bro. Some people are saying it's gifted. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I also want to introduce the pups because, you know, pups be, you know, pups be in here just being so Hello. cute and making a little bit of noise sometimes. And I'm totally cool with it. Uh, we got <laughs> your pups. Who is, how old is your pups? Uh, we got Zoe. She's five. Uh, we don't know who she is. I got her when she was about a week old from Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's, she's, she's the baby of the family, if you will. And then we have Crush. He's going on 11. Uh, big, big. Crush is huge. Kinda, Crush yeah, looks he, like he like he earned his name. He's up there, but he's he's super gentle, super you know, cool and cordial, but also pretty loud too. Yeah, yeah. he was snoring like a grown ass man. Yeah, that's, like, that's, a, that's a full, full human right there. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But um, real quick before we actually kind of get into, I guess our weekends and stuff, I want to tap into how was like what like I know you touched on the brand, 
But I want to <laughs> I want to touch on your dreams a little bit. Tell me kind of like let the people get a a, a sense of what you kind of want to do in the long term and where you want to go. Like a touch. You don't have to like tell me the whole. I feel you. Uh, that's a good question. Um, ultimately, man, I I want my name to mean something. You know what I mean? I just want it. That's always been the goal. Uh, and I want it to propel the people around me, whether that be and you know people you know uh, that I've yet to encounter. Uh, I just wanted to to enhance a resume, if you will. Uh, when you when you see that they've worked with me or I've did some work with them, it, it makes you look at them a little bit differently. It makes you give them a little bit more uh, uh, respect because of the the body of work that I'm soon to create, and you know, in in that that manner. And I kind of want want a legacy of my own, whether it be uh, local, national. I'm whatever the case may be, I want to be able to touch people and the people I do touch, I want it to, to, to always remain a genuine interaction between me and them. And yeah, I think that's, thanks. I don't Super know. I, I think that's just kind of, and as, as kind of, uh, fluffy as that sounds as an answer, but that's kind of what it is. I don't know what that ends up being at the, at the end of the road, yeah. but, uh, I'd like a brick and mortar. I'd like to have a creative space or where that, that manifests in a sense of uh, attendance, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? and people kind of showing up and doing whatever they got to do. And, and, and they, they don't have that space in their crib. If they don't have that, they don't want to go to the coffee shop. They got somewhere to go to my, you know what I mean? Yeah. That type of thing. And that was the thing about when we um <clears throat> first kind of linked up, because I think when it comes to creating, whether it's podcasts, whether it's clothes or whether it's just like the brand in general, like cause your, yeah. your brand is clearly actually bigger than just clothing. Like it's an, like it's a, a bigger idea. And I think like that entrepreneurship, I feel like is a common line. Like wanting to be your own boss, wanting to have some kind of control over your creations. And that's like when I saw what you were trying to do and how you were doing it. And it's like the sense of, I won't say urgency, but just the mm-hmm. sense of like awareness and how everything is calculated and designed and created and dropped. I was like, yo, that's like that. Only, only creators can understand how like, a creator's mind works. That shit would drive you crazy. But like that entrepreneur, just the way you were thinking that way, that was like, yo, he's got it. Like that's what it is. That's why I definitely like once we. Up, that's kind of like, it's the coolest shit. It's super motivating. But on to some other shit real quick. Like, we could talk about this shit all day. Thanks, man. Um, uh, you want to go into your your weekend first or my weekend first? I know you was back at home and I was back in my home state too. Uh yeah, I mean I make my mask short. My I went to, <laughs> I went just went back to Kansas City for for a little bit. Just uh hardcore Chiefs yeah. man too. Hardcore oh, hard Chiefs. Hardcore man. You know what it is, King. You know. Look at yo. Yeah, you should see the smile he cracked when I said Chiefs. Into some, you know, <laughs> from ear to ear when yeah, I said Chiefs. Man. But you know, I just went back home, uh, saw my mom, uh, touched base with a lot of my family. Um, it was, it was really really good time. My little brother just got out, so I got to see him. Nice. It, it was just it was beautiful. beautiful Everybody time. doing good. Everybody, Everybody doing, doing great. Good? Doing great. Man. What about yourself? Good. That was good. Uh, it was good. Um, I actually went to uh, Austin to visit the homies, uh, CJ and Devin. And I actually, so let me even touch on it a little bit more. It was really cool because I go to South by Southwest. I didn't go last year. I went this year. It mm-hmm. was fucking amazing. Got to meet and see Carrie Fo perform. That was probably one of my biggest highlights. Yeah. To see GID perform. I got to just see Tierra Whack perform. That was one of my crazy shit. I was super hype. GID puts on a good show. Super good, a good show. And yo, what's crazy is, that, so real quick, uh, long story, less long. Saw a show with uh, the headline of where Dreezy, Rico Nasty and Tierra Whack. And, bro, first off, I've known Rico Nasty, but I wasn't going to, like, hear her music. I was, I'm going to wait till I see her live and right. then see how I feel. 
Bro, her music is fucking crazy. I don't That's know scary. anybody making music like Rico Nasty. Like that energy, the like just the overall the energy, the beats. Yeah. It's just nuts. Like her I had to download is, it. Is, it's just insane. Do her music videos, do her songs, like you can be anywhere, be on some other stuff, and then you're throwing uh, some Rico Nasty. You kind of switch up your whole Bro, mood for a second. Play, she played uh, that Smack a Bitch joint. Mm-hmm. It got you. Well. <laughs> I was like, thank God, I ain't had to bitch today. I was like, yo, this is an anthem on some days. As well. Like, that was, yeah, that joint was hard. Um, but to that point, Tierra Whack. Which was She's weird. Awesome. Tierra Wack didn't headline. Treasy did, but I was. I was gonna ask you like how the order went. Yeah, it was really kind of weird. But Tierra Wack was like the like right before Treasy, but um. Tierra Wack performing was crazy because like her, the way that she demanded the crowd's attention almost un- effortlessly, and the way that she interacted with the crowd. She staged though. Oh, that's what. And that was some crazy she, shit. She strikes me as the type that would. Yeah. Actually, all of them would. I feel like yeah, one hundred percent. Dreezy kind of seems yeah, yeah. Seems, Dreezy <laughs> seems a little bit more chill. I feel Dreezy, like, yeah, but, yeah. But, but that shit was crazy, and um, it just made me realize I'm I'm really trying my best to not say female rappers anymore because I think females, like, rapper is a rapper. You mm. know, black, white, yellow, green, male, female rapper is a rapper. It just made me realize that some of these artists, like a Rico Nasty, like a Tierra Whack, like a No Name, like a Dreezy. Are putting on a lot of be- a lot better performances and making a lot better music than some of these some of these guys out here. Yeah. And it's like, especially with Megan Thee Stallion, like you would she's, think she's just she's a sex nice. a sex symbol. Or she's yeah. a, but like, she's all natural. She'd be rapping her ass off. Like she's not about the games. Like she'd be interacting. Like this is a show. That's real. So I feel like yeah, her whole shit's crazy. But that that was super dope. South by was super crazy. Um, I think honestly, one of my best uh favorite parts of it all was. Getting to meet the Twitter people, like the people who rock with the podcast, the people who I've like talked to on Twitter. Like, um, I wrote, I wrote, I, I wrote about Levi, um, so who's a uh, photographer out there, and I actually got to meet him at the South by Southwest Showcase show. So that was dope. Um, Devon, another another Devin slash mm. Devon, <laughs> got to meet him. Super, super, super dope dude. Um, it was cool to kind of like pick his brain and like spit a little bit of like OG game because he's twenty. 21, 22, I'm 26. So, like, it's a spit little OG game when it comes to, like... Hey, don't that low-key make you uh, kind of appreciate the people who who try to, like, spit a game to you? Yeah. I mean, granted, you might have been, like, grateful at the time, but when you really be like, damn, someone told me this. When you do it to somebody yeah. else, that's when you're like, <laughs> yeah. damn. Yeah, like, facts. Yeah, it was super crazy, because, like, he was just telling me about his his, his dreams and telling me some not, I mean, personal stuff to an extent, because dreams are personal, too. Mm-hmm. And, um... Like it was just cool just to tell him, like, bro, like this is what I've learned so far, and I haven't learned it all, but this is what I've got so far. I don't want this dream to die, et cetera, et cetera. Like, don't let this get to you. Don't get depressed about this. Don't get depressed about that. Like, like shit that, like, some people told me about and some people didn't tell me about, and being able to talk to somebody who, like, supports me and is young and is, like, figuring it out, too, that was super dope. I got to meet some, uh, Tammy. I got to meet Tammy and do an actual podcast with her out there. Um, shout out, but no shout out to Brittany because I tried to link up with her all fucking week. And like something always happens, so like that whole shit happened. But it was super cool. It was super dope. That's it. But um, I still haven't been yet. Let's yeah, you have you need to go. Like we were talking about it before the podcast, but you need to go. Yeah. Because I've went damn near four or five years for free. What do you think makes South by Southwest like different from 
other like festivals. That's and, a great fucking question. I wish you know. me answering this question makes me wish that like they paid me. I would love to work <laughs> for South by. I had a, I had an intern opportunity one time when I was in college. It was my first actual panel interview, and it fucked me up. Like mm. I was not ready for that shit. How at many all. people? It was like three or four. But I'm used to like one. Yeah. So I was just like, so like imagine kind of going to like your dream job, like at that at that point in time, and then get this hell. You're like, oh, I'm ready yeah. for interview. I'm so good at talking. It's like, oh, oh, you, oh, oh, he's coming in too. Oh, she's here. T- okay, okay. Bad, I get mad humble. But um, what separates it's weird because people say South by is not a festival almost to a certain extent, and what makes South by South by I think is it's one thing because like now it's a little bit different. People think it's kind of trash now because they're going to like more up and coming names. But that's what South by originally stemmed from was like a place for people who are trying to break through to come together and like really break through and network and yeah. put on new fans and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of people that I saw. There's a lot of people that I saw who I never heard of before. And I heard him. You saw it. I was on Instagram and like 10 out of 10 recommend. Never heard of him before until I saw him live. I'm like, oh, this shit is dope. How do so, you say his name? Uh, which ones? The the the, the dude on yeah. the song? Yeah. I will tell you later because okay, I don't play his music. Enough, I don't enough. even know who he is yet. But um, I think what separates it is I think it's just a unique place for up and coming artists. And I don't think that anybody has that anymore. I don't think anyone caters to that. I don't think anybody, like, the fact that I can go for free for five years and tell you about all the fucking multiple experiences I've had without paying a damn dollar other than buying drinks, maybe, yeah. speaks to within itself. Like, there's no Coachella like that. There's no, you know, whatever festival. And that's because these days there's so many festivals. There's way more than there was when we were, like, growing up. They have a whole season. <laughs> exactly. And what's what's funny is people think, you know, Oh my god, I love all these festivals, but you have to pay attention. Watch how long some of these festivals last. Like, it's not cheap to buy these artists to perform. It's that's not true. cheap to put on these. That's true. To get these venues, it's not cheap to like all all the shit like it takes to even do that. It's not cheap. So it's like some of these shits are gonna grow and some of these are gonna die. And I think what makes it interesting about South by is that it's a, a it's it almost can't die. Like it is a movie week. It is a like video game entertainment week. It is a right. music so week. So many different. Yeah, there's so many different yeah. things that it literally is like the 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 pulse of Austin. Like it's kind of like the thing that the staple of Austin that makes it weird. Is it like where else would you go to find like where else could you go to see Seth Rogen and like fucking Jordan Peele and all that stuff one week and then go next week and see uh Tierra Whack and J I D and then like go another week and see some like the new day from like WWE, like that shit doesn't even make sense. Right. Like it doesn't even add up. But like it happens. Yeah. And yeah. it happens. And you'll meet all different kind of people. People travel from all around the world to come there. I think that's what makes it different is just that it's like no other. Like it's super fucking long. Like, I, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I could ever stay for the whole South by. Cause like bills got to get paid. You just got to get the Southwest part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to get the half. But I think that's what makes it unique. I know I was on the last podcast and she was like, oh, kind of like uh, T with Tammy. Shout out Tammy again. And she was kind of like, you know, I was on the bucket list and da 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 da. But to me, it's just like, I mean, if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. But like, it just, it's a full immersion of the city and like what's going on. And like, any music lover could love it. That's how I would put the music that's week. Awesome. But the shit's super dope. That's what it Shit's super dope. I mean, you to need me, to go. I'm trying to, man. Like, I've I've always, uh, you know, peeped out the the lineups and and things of that nature. And there's a couple of festivals that, like, I've always wanted to, you know, just kind of pull up to. But you got it. I don't know. It's uh, for an out of stater unless you're like super committed. 
it's it's always a little bit difficult to to wrap your head around like damn i can actually get there and you know have a good time on, a, on you a won't like it'll always seem like super weird until you just do it Thanks. like that's like the craziest thing and this one in particular this year uh was one i really really wanted to go to because mm-hmm. i saw the lineup early and i was like yeah that's that's a crazy crazy it was like, crazy Tierra Wack, that whole tierra whack uh Dreezy and, and rico nasty uh that one caught my eye off top uh, I got to see JID uh, out for a con, so I was like, mm-hmm. "But yeah, I but I actually bought JID tickets again for his uh, Denver show." Yeah, yeah. Again, like literally a week after I went to his last show, like in Fort Collins, just because he he put on such a good show. Um, so yeah, just seeing that, uh, and then being out of state, you know, adding that little factor mm-hmm. into it, that'd have been that would just been. Right. Like I said, it's the crazy. Like the thing about it, I've seen JID once and I, well, the first time i saw him was at an actual soft buy was at a dreamville showcase mm. but to see him this time he was the headliner but then who was on before that um valet yeah valet oh word uh flip De Niro. he's about to drop something new too he de- yes he definitely yeah. is and then um I, we were just talking about <clears throat> another one the baby that's my guy i don't know I, I i knew of him that's my guy bro i ain't never seen a show like that that i i don't ever know what it's like he had like, like 20 or 30 people on stage, his big burly like security yeah. up there with the mask on and the vest on. Like his security was literally there to like hold him up and sit on like his neck. And then, like <laughs> my friend with my fr- Devin was like, bro, why does he have all these people on all these real ass security? I'm like, bro, he killed somebody who tried to rob him yeah, like at Walmart. He some, like he deserved yeah, a security. He earned this. Some shit, so I can understand him a little bit extra, you know, precautious. Exactly. Exactly. But um we're gonna take a little break and get into we're gonna get into some music real quick. Um, we're gonna get into Carrie Foe, like I said, with one of the artists that I finally got to see perform. She's gonna have a really big year this year. Have you heard that new project? I actually did recently. What recently. You think? I like her and I've seen her name quite a bit, uh, prior to actually uh, you know, diving into it. And I'm I'm really mad that I took so long to to, to do so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really better late good. than never. Really good. Solid. Yeah, so we're going to get into uh, one of my favorite joints off, off of her project, and that's going to be uh, Leave Me Alone off of her latest EP, Cry For Help. And um, then we're going to get into the next track. It's going to be by a band, I guess you could say, called Hello Yellow, and it's called Feel That Again. So uh, let's get into this music. I'm doing the same old dance 
thinking, damn man, where are my friends? I guess the love was just for pretend. My views been skewed like a fish I lens. I light the tree for my clarity. I kneel and pray for my enemies. Cause hate would take up my energy. And I do not need that mentally. I'm about to get into them, but let me before we even get into that, what you just heard was uh, Hello Yellow. That was the track called Feel That Again. And before that was Carrie Foe's Leave Me Alone off her latest project, uh, or latest EP called Cry For Help. Super dope. You have you heard you said you heard it, right? Yeah. I, I really Super dope. It. It's a really good short project. I think um 
I want to hear more from her. Yeah, I was just about yeah, to say that. I definitely want to hear sure. more from her. And speaking about hearing more, uh, hello, yellow. If you are a fan of like the podcast or you listen, then you probably think that was different. Like that wasn't your typical like hip hop R and B vibe that you kind of usually play. But for that exact purpose, I played it because it is different and it kind of reminiscent of like the rock that I used to enjoy. Mm. Uh, but it still has that kind of hip hop influence to it to a, a little bit. Like you can still hear some of those like kicks and stuff in it. And I came across them through Instagram, checked them out, didn't see if they had that much like traction or the traction that I thought their sound deserved, and was like, bet I have to put this on the podcast. Like people gotta hear this shit. And I thought, why not do even better? And shoot it to you, and actually let's talk about that the project. I think the project was called. I have it pulled up right here. It was called Love Wins. It just released like very very recent. And um, what's funny is when I brought it up to you and I sent it to you, didn't even realize. Real quick side note: the homie we got dogs in the building, so we got what's the homie's name? Big we homie. Got Crush, the big one, and then we got. Zoe, the super small one. The big homie crush, he sleeps like a grown-ass man yeah, with a 9 to 5 and real. possibly bartending he's overnight. Stressed, you know, he's, he's stressed. stressed he's yeah. going through some real-life <laughs> shit. So you might hear him snoring in the back, but everybody sleeps. That's just the real authenticity of it. But back to the point, um, since it's you and didn't even think till after, I was like, damn, it's kind of right up your alley because like, me and you have a similar appreciation for music. Yeah, And so... I was like, damn, it's gonna be perfect because like you can definitely touch on how like what you thought about it because like you also enjoy some rock some rock tracks too and stuff like that. So, let I mean, I'll you get on that first. What, what did you think kind of overall after hearing the track cohesively uh, or the project cohesively? I, for one, I was surprised to be honest that that uh, you sent it to me. Uh, it was just it was just such a refreshing sound you know what yeah. I mean? that you that you it was kind of like real nostalgic you know yeah, just, nostalgic is the perfect and, and, word and just off top it was like damn like you know what am i about to hear from this and then furthermore to like kind of uh go forward and learn that they were black it's like that's some sick shit like, yeah uh, especially the black the black rock band thing you don't see too yeah long. and then it's it's not even like uh like hardcore scream shit it's like real mellow like it has a mix of very like lo-fi, like indie type yeah, sound. Alternative but, type yeah, deal. alternative type sound, but it also has like some as to it, but also have like and then they have some lyrics to it that they're actually yeah. like, that they're they're giving to you. There and, were layers to it for sure, and, and and not to sound vague, because uh, I don't want to you know like downplay uh, downplay it right, but it, it really had uh, some content to it that, that just kind of I don't know, uh, especially for for. Uh, a sub rock type of genre that they're yeah. kind of pushing, uh, and not necessarily pushing a sub rock genre topic. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it was a pretty cool contrast. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it was super. It definitely Swaggy. caught me off guard. I, pl- I definitely played the short little project. It's like a fifteen minute project, five songs. Plays really well to be to be honest. And um, first played at work when I wasn't really paying attention to it. So it was just background. Heard some like real. Like you said, it's, all, it's alternative, but there are some rock joints on there where they're like yeah. really heavy with the guitar and, and all that shit. Yeah, that but, was um, not even that. That's that like the coolest part right? is because, uh, not to cut you off, no, no, you're good. is when that first one uh, played and then I kind of let the rest of it play. Mm-hmm. 
I was expecting, okay, well, maybe I'll get the same sound. And then they hit me left with like a yeah. a more radical type of feel. And that was really cool. I was like, dang, like they, they have some, they're pretty versatile. Vers- yeah. Versatile, I was about to say, because they really balance the energy throughout five songs. Like the first song is really kind of mellow, like beach vibes. And I, I'm looking at the names. I can't remember what the, like the names of the songs, but I remember there were songs where like just a little bit more energy, a little bit more, mm-hmm. I'm saying you can hear the voice rise and in and, and tone and things like that. And I can't remember what song it was. I want to say "Without Me," or "I Don't Care," but like the ending of it was nuts. Like it just kind of faded out, but it was super crazy. And then um, it's just a really good project, bro. I think, and it's Hello Yellow. It's H E L L O, and then space Y E L L O. Not yellow like with the W, like the typical yellow, but like just yellow, yellow. Like it was crazy. Like, what do what do you, what do you what do you think about like what was your most favorite track? Uh, the I don't care. I like the I don't care one actually a okay, lot, and yeah. that's the one that did kind of hit me uh, left with it. Uh, but to be honest, uh, that feel that again uh, really does give you uh, uh, that you can wake up in the morning, get your day started yeah. type of feel. And this is gonna sound super weird, and and these are two different sounds, but this is just me personally and how it felt. Do you remember Swayze? I do. Yo, I do. That's kind of the feeling that I do got from again. Feel That Again. Like, it was just like a fresh start. Like, I pictured myself do listening to Feel That Again on, like, the beat. <laughs> you and your bag. I had to get to the hook for it. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is he still makes music. He was here recently, too. That's the wild part. But um, that's what it kind of gave me the vibes of. Like, I can see myself waking up to this on the beach because it's, it's kind of like, it has like a sad tone to it, but it has kind of like a refreshing tone to it. You know who they kind of sound like, and it's not—it's not on the nose, so I can't say sound like, but has some resemblance to. Have you heard of Waves? Mm, the Two Bs. Yeah, I've heard of it. I, don't, I can't think of the music off top. It's of a my guy. Head it's a gentleman. Oh, it's a guy. No. Yeah. Uh, now I can't be naive. I don't know if the band is considered part of ways per se but it it is a gentleman mm-hmm. um really wavy uh, uh psychedelic like um beach type chill music yeah, yeah very chill still and it has this like um oh damn that's a really good one for you to for you to listen to waves. i think you would really find the resemblance there and that's the thing is like what's funny is we're we're we're, list, we're listing artists who are similar but I really haven't heard a sound like this. Like yeah, that's this true. Very that's true. So I'd be very that's interested true. to see what a full length project sounds like because, I mean, and this could probably go into another topic that we may not have time for. But I'm starting to grow an appreciation for the five to six or five to seven track project. I feel like a lot of artists are able to showcase their talents and execute it in a way that showcases their abilities without giving them too much to like make like giving mm-hmm. them too much room to make a mistake right so like, they're they're picking their very best ones yeah yeah and so you have no choice but to either rock with the project or not rock with it do you feel like the turning point uh was accomplished when kanye did that with the good music rollouts mm-hmm. and the seven song joints or do you think that was kind of trending before then when everyone was dropping singles you know not when since everyone is yeah. dropping singles. At this point, I can't actually think of what started or like what I think that point was. 
I think, because this is this is the weird thing when Kanye did that good, like that good series Good Friday thing. Yeah, it that was kind of like the. Like those were still mixtapes to me. No, no, no. I'm not talking that. I'm talking when he did the month of Pusha's album. With oh, seven that, songs. that, that. No, yeah. I think that started. Um, the kids uh, see Ghost album was about seven songs. I don't think it started it. I don't. I think, but I think it solidified the power that that, that formula that had, has. Yeah, yeah. Because we, I, I, big fan of Pusha T. Big fan of Clips. But to hear Pusha T on seven tracks and for me to not like ever want to skip one, like every time I play that track or that project, yeah. it's one through seven or one through eight, however many tracks is on it. And then to hear um, Kids See Ghost and to be able to play that the whole way through without skipping any tracks, it was like, oh, like maybe there is a formula to this. Because there really is, there's no such thing really as a mixtape. There really is no such thing as an EP. There's no such thing as an album. Like streaming has really kind of killed how that all works. So in reality, like, you can drop a little three-track project and it'd be an EP, or you can drop a five-track project and it'd be an EP, or, like, there is no baseline to it. So to me, but then again, like, you saw Kanye do the Nas project, and that shit to me was, like, trash. Yeah, I, I so, wasn't a huge fan. Yeah, and then Kanye West's album was, I like, didn't think that was going to be a good project, like, even off of, like, hearing that they were working together. Yeah, so it was, like, you kind of see how it can fail and how it can do good. Because I, like... If I like two or three tracks off a five track project, I probably don't really like that project because it's yeah like I don't like more than I actually do like, and there isn't even much to take in. But I do think Kanye that that Kanye seven track thing did definitely kind of put the staple or a stamp on like because they're the first kind of like bigger too, entity that you know adopted that format. Everyone else was kind of like. I'm not gonna say everyone else because, uh, well, yeah, I guess so. This the seven song, ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tierra Whack kind of took it even a step further. Fifteen yeah, that, songs in fifteen that's, minutes. And that's something totally different. I that's, think that was something ahead of its time too. But I don't think everybody can do that. No one. Can, yeah, I don't like, think the only reason I, yeah. that sounds so good is because one because, it's because what she it's presents a first? it. Yeah, it's a first one because it's a, it's a first. Two, because the way she presents it, and three, because it literally plays. Somehow she was able to fit a hook and, and a verse, a verse yeah. into each one of those. So then you don't really take away the. It's not a. It sounds like you, you would think if somebody makes an album that weird in length, that is a bunch of interludes, mm. but it comes off like it plays and comes off as like a full album. I play that thing easily. I can play that, and it's like a snap. Of your I can play that. Done. Every day, I I'm honestly play it probably once every other day. Yeah, and it's surprising and it's only so easy to do. It's so easy to play. Yeah, like, and I I don't know if that well, I'm sure that was part of her calculating the process, but it's so genius just to because that's a spin for every one of them. Mm-hmm. Every one of those, mm-hmm. like for streaming wise, I, I I give that album a full spin just in the span of 15 minutes, and yeah. I'm I'm not foreign to. Starting it over, you know what I mean. Side <laughs> and, note: Speaking of starting it over, did you notice how? Well, you don't have Apple, you have Spotify. Which yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little cooler than that. Really weird thing. <laughs> 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 really weird thing. What I noticed recently is Apple does this thing now, where basically, like you, and this, this honestly turns me off. Which I, I wouldn't be surprised if I just go to Spotify now. Um, basically, it does repeat by itself. So, like when you finish an album or a song. 
It'll just play it again. You like that, or no, you're saying you don't? I don't, like, I don't that? like that. Okay. I need to know the shit's over. I, I need a I need a solid ending to all yeah, my music. Yeah. So the fact that like, and it's kind of weird because it's almost like it just demands you to continuously stream the music, stream their music. get a play, yeah. which is something that I didn't even connect until now. But um, yeah, Terrorbox is genius. So okay, well I'm curious then with that same format because if you think about how good music did that whole seven music thing. Or seven, I'm sorry, seven song thing for each album. And mm-hmm. then Drake came out and did fucking side A and B, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right in the midst of it all. Or, you know, right after. And side A had more songs than two albums. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a lot. But Drake always drops long albums. Too. But in the streaming era, that looks different. Yeah. Because 100%. that's a bunch of streams. Yeah. You know, even if it's on the first time listen for everyone just to see if they even like the song. Mm-hmm. And if you did like the song, then of course that playback value. But that's, I don't know. I, I heard it way back when, and then I really started to pay attention to the different methods. And then that's why I don't think it's going to be the seven song thing. It's going to be a huge thing because mm-hmm. people are trying to get their streaming numbers. But see, I think, and this is why I think it will, because you have to be a solid artist to do that. Yeah. Well, to, I think, I don't even think you have to be a solid artist to do this. You might be a solid artist to drop more than seven songs or to no, drop seven to songs? No, to only drop seven songs and make it successful and, and, and make it worthy enough to actually be considered a, a project from yours. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because someone can drop seven just Lucy's, mm-hmm. and that's not the same as dropping, dropping 14, 15. Yeah. Album. I mean, but who's doing that now? That's why everyone's dropping singles. But this is my thing to me. So, like, because there's so much confusion on what is EP album makes tape single, I do think that it is smart to do this the shorter, you know, seven or less. Because when you think about it, you have to think about not only what it takes to make a project, mm-hmm. you have to think about the time span of listeners, what they're willing to listen to more. Like, perfect example is the Drake album. That album was super long, and I usually would just play a like play a long album, especially when it's from a Cole or from a Drake or right. from a Kendrick or whatever. Um, but when I saw that album and how it was presented, I was kind of like, like, I didn't like the whole second half. Right. So I, mostly I will go back I to the first half. I literally listen to the second half maybe less than, less than once. And you, and that means you <laughs> I think I hit three I songs do. into it and I was like, okay, this is what this is about. Yeah, and so I, right. but that's the thing. And that's what the thing is, like knowing your audience, knowing you live in a fast food generation where people just want to like consume the music and, move on and have something like the music has to be able you have to have you have to be able to have like to go music so uh-huh. like with Tierra Wax music it's like oh it's a 15 track project it's a 15 track project and it's all one minute that's to go I can listen to that shit whenever I can make time for it like the Pusha T shit is short right. like, that's, that's to go music like when it comes to like like you like Drake's Scorpion album is not to go that's some like it's not I, songs I need are to be there. See the, see, the songs are though, and I don't know if they care, but I feel like it also kind of sways you to start removing songs from your players. I don't yeah, know if anyone else like is it, that I petty. Think. Like it's like yeah. well, I don't like why is the song keep playing? I don't want to hear it now. Mm. Let me just take it off. I'd rather just keep the songs I actually like from but the album. It forces you to there. make better songs because it's like if you don't like this song, you don't have anything to choose from. So like, even if you I and mean, if you really think about it. Kendrick's last album, Damn, was much shorter than uh, what was his album before? That was Pimp Butterfly. I think it was. Pimp well, Butterfly. okay. Well, technically speaking, he dropped that project, the Untitled, Untitled, right? Which was and also short. Short, yeah, exactly. And then think Damn was like maybe ten or twelve tracks. That was really short. So it just depends. Like, there's certain artists who benefit from short. Like, for example, I think Schoolboy Q's album 
I think his album needs to be 10 tracks or less. I think he'll benefit think from having a shorter be. album because sometimes I think he's part not downfall because he's nowhere near a downfall, but part of my gripe with him is his shit being too long. Like, I think his last one was kind of long. It was long, but it was dope. Yeah. One of his dope projects. But like, remember Oxymoron? How long that was? I loved Oxymoron. How many, but how many songs do you go back and revisit in total from that album compared to how long it is? Okay, see, for me though, with Oxymoron, see, that's a bad example because I'm, I'm biased. When I, when I go back to Oxymoron, I will start that from the top and I'll listen to it all the way through. Uh, and oh. so I don't really notice how long it is because each song is like hot to me. Yeah. See, each, to me, that was, I mean, it was, or at least, you know, good projects, but most of them. That's but like an Absol, I think, could benefit from dropping like a 14, 15. Cause like his shit just, and that's why I disagree. That's crazy. See, <laughs> that's my guy. Absol is my guy, but I think his last shit was too long. Too long. Because with Absol, it takes a lot to digest him. Like yeah. if you're not already on it, and yeah, I don't know. A seven song banger where it's just Absol's the greatest hits damn near. Mm-hmm. Like that, that I feel like would get over well on not only just his fan base, but that crossover and getting people onto him that that have been on him. When you got an Absol type of Lyricist, and he's giving you 17 songs of Absol. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot to take in for so a novice funny. of Absol. Lupe Fiasco, his last project, which I think was Drogas Waves, fucking long, bro. I think, I want to say it's definitely two hours worth of music. I actually want to say that it's like 24 tracks. That's which, a lot. That, extremely a lot. Like, that's a when lot. I saw the album came out, I was like, I don't know. How or when, yeah, 24, it's an hour and 39 minutes. I don't know how or when I'm going to find a time to digest this whole project. Because, like, you can't, that's not even, like, a, that's not even a car sitting. Like, you can't. Yeah. I, I can't digest half of that at work. I can't digest half of that, like. See, to, and that's the thing, though. I feel like when it's, like, when it's obscure numbers like that, I mm-hmm. feel like that's calculated. Yes. Because, it, because it, like, you can't be that naive to think that Somebody my fan base wants to hear all 24 of these songs. Yeah. But you can think, all right, well, they might skip around. They might, and as soon as they hit this one, this is, and that's why I think it's always motivated by streams when it's, like, that yeah. that drastic, especially nowadays. Because you can't tell me that the big wigs don't know that that's not the move. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what, because, like, this Lupe album, though super long, I've played it from back to forth maybe two or three times mm-hmm. and like it's phenomenal like his whole when did story he come with it? uh about two years ago really? 2018 no last year but like it's super crazy like, the whole story of it i'll explain to you another day but it's super crazy but it's still i don't even when i go revisit my favorite tracks i don't get past 12 or 13 because it's just too long to digest but like i said i think it just depends on the artist like i think because I think Cole could easily drop another 15, 16 minute or it, 15, 16 track project and it'd be dope. Like, is it too much of the same voice? Is that what it is? It is. It just depends on the artistry of like, the artistry of the artist, for lack of better words. Like, I think you could probably name a couple name. Think, think about it real quick. A couple artists that you think would benefit from a shorter project. I think I think a gunna would uh, benefit from a shorter project. I think a little baby would maybe benefit from a shorter project. Little baby's projects are pretty short though. They're decently short. Because Gunna's last project was like, I want to say 15 or 16 tracks. Baby might have been like 10 on his last one. 10 is doable. And uh, I think on his first one was like, you know, like seven or something like that. Little Babies? Yeah. Oh, Little Babies. Okay, I'm thinking of Dub Baby. Dub Baby. Dub Babies. Yeah, his albums have been shorter. But it just depends on, like, for example, 2 Chainz album, 
newest album I think was dope. But how do you feel about long. that? I think it's good because I think it's really different, and it's like two chains really shedding light on him rapping his ass off. But I do think it's a little too long. You think it's a too so your your only problem is the length on it. Yeah, I mean some of the tracks too, but like the lengths were where I was like, damn, it's a little too long. I feel it. See, I my you know not to get off topic, but I. My only holdback with the album is like I was really anticipating it for one because I'm a big fan of Two Chains. I don't think he ever delivers a bad verse per se. Facts. And but he was talking uh, on his like press run. He was just saying how this is his best album yet, and he yeah. was I just mean, saying he, was gonna say that too. Yeah, but not, uh, you're right. Do you think it was his best album? No. I don't, and that's that, that was my problem. That was my problem. It's because I went into it with those type of ears, like yeah, like well, it's good. And there were some definitely some tracks on there that you know were really dope. And I felt like it was definitely his most heartfelt album. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely something that it felt like it was true to him. It felt true. It felt like it was like some dear for sure. And that we were getting some genuine chains. Dare I say? Because this reminded me of Two Chains' four for four, four for four. That's fucking Wendy's. It reminded me of Two Chains' um. 444. Like Jay- his adult album has like come Jay-Z's? into age. Yeah, that's what this reminded me of for 2 Chainz. Not It didn't remind me of Jay-Z's album. Oh, you're saying this is his 444. Four, yeah, because he's rapping about some like... I, mean, I agree. There, is, there really isn't too much to... Like usually 2 Chainz is always rapping about some shit. The subject matter is, is very personal. It's more clear. It's more... There's a lot of clarity in what he's rapping about. It is. Straight there, point blank forward. As in compared to his older albums, there's a little bit more like trap and braggadocious rap mm-hmm. still dope but more of that shit to kind of get through before you got to like the core of if he was mm-hmm. really like saying something but I, th- I think it's a good album i haven't really it just dropped to me it dropped at a bad time because solange's album definitely overshadowed that album naturally like naturally. I, it was hard for me to even because it's so opposite it was hard for me to even go back and listen to two chains album be on after that, be on that wave yeah. once you're in a solange tip is like you you're there yeah like you're not really getting bit. off of it they start burning incense and shit. And it's over. Yeah, it's I over. just bought a whole 20-pack. See, you're not okay. trying to rap or go to the league after not that. You're trying to just chill. I don't want no trapping involved. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we're going to get to some more music real quick. This is an artist that I came across by at uh, South by Southwest during the South by Southwest takeover. And I was extremely surprised. His name is... It's, it's more numbers, but his name is... Five seven, five seven zero JV, and I'm gonna say it's literally five seven zero JV. I mean, I don't say his name often, but I follow the dude on Instagram. I saw him perform. The whole set was nuts. This dude is cool. He's like young. See, that's why I was like, "What's his name?" Because yeah, I, I like yeah. the song, but like, how do I find him? I can't. He said his name. When he was performing, but I can't remember how he said it, but it was like 570JV. But I don't think, it wouldn't be 570, because that just sounds weird, 570JV. But like I don't know social. how you, yeah, yeah, but all his socials like that too. So I don't know how you say it, but it's 570JV. Like license plate. J, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like a license plate, but this dude definitely has some hard music. Um, I'm about to play two joints off his latest project, Foundation. We're going to get into Aunt and then the next track is going to be Wishing on a Star. And this is, once again, 570JV. I feel like I'm announcing a winner, but he is mad dope. Follow him on Instagram, Twitter. Um, You know I wouldn't lead you wrong or steal you wrong when it comes to the music. So let's get into it. Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) Niggas know when they hear that. (laughs) 
It's a rat. It's a rat. Everything is Look, look. I ain't with the funny shit. Y'all in that sucker shit. I ran it up for the fuck of it. One M on my bucket list. This year I'm touching it. Chasing this guapo, so fuck a bitch. Fuck niggas don't want this. They sending shots, but they still ain't getting no luck with it. This that heat, they gon' fuck with it. I'm going on to Cooper. I'm keeping the buck with it. I'm making this music. I won't ever lose it. They fuck around, call me the go-go. It's for on my jacket. They calling it fashion, but me, I just call it a coco. She like how I jig. She feeling this shit. She want all my kids down her throat throat. I could never laugh. They know it's a fact. Put that on my life. That's a no-no. Niggas know that I'm taxing now. They like what happened now. I ran it up on my average now. Niggas hating. What's that about? Fuckers you mad about? Feel like the ghost, so I'm bragging out. I'm all in. I ain't backing out. Dodie, I'm blacking out. Everything funny. I'm laughing out. I'm the one that they ask about. I used to pray for this shit. I ain't had shit. I'm having now. For a better say Louis V. I could have waited to drop, but y'all get it exclusively. Crow him, he produced the beat. Smoking on sour exotic. The drugs really ruined me. Niggas talked about shooting me. Ain't had no chopper, so how the fuck was they gonna shoot at me? Fucking nigga ain't losing sleep. Promise my mama, I'ma make it on God. She ain't losing me. She was I was her mister. I am not wife no hoes. I hit her and quit her. I put Kim on her sister. She said my dick all night, little nigga. You kissed her. Better run, got dismissed her. She wanna bigger. Post about me on her Twitter. Taylor look like the winner. Smoking on backwards, nigga. Don't fuck with the Swisher. In a game like EA, niggas keep talking, don't care about what he say or she say. Do the dash on the E-way. I gotta slow down and shit might lead to a police chase. Ran it up like a relay. Stop the excuses, little nigga. The fuck is the delay? Getting cheese like it's Green Bay. Nigga, your chain fake as fuck cause you got it off eBay. Uh, G-O-A-T, that's me. Nigga, fuck is you talking about? Floyd, not A-B. I catch him. Boom, I'ma knock him out. That bitch used to dub me. She want me cause I'm popping now. Going crazy. I already started bitching. I ain't stopping now. Let me just catch with the flow. Pillsbury in love with the dough. I don't got no love for no hoe. I treat it like pimp. Kick it right out the dough. Fuck niggas, they all gotta go. Cause they'll snake you and do you like Poe. With the gang turning up at these shows. Designer drip niggas. All of my clothes. No cat, no cat. No cat, no cat. Wishing on the star. Oh shit. Check, let out my pain in these notes. Ain't never changed shit, I'm still giving them hope. Remember washing up with water, wasn't soap. Ain't never had nobody to talk to, I was just feeling alone. Y'all know the feeling, niggas got it, and you wishing you had it. Then that shit go out of style, that's as soon as you grab it. And then your homie feeling bodey when it cop them a ratchet, and you just thinking about it, you gotta have it. Damn, I had to grind cause everything was in the handout. Wasn't no covers, was using pillows at my man house. Mom heard my music, she told me to watch my damn mouth. I'm working in focus so you can have a hundred bands out. Niggas never feel my pain, they gon' feel this. Kim sent the beat and said, Brody, you gotta kill this. I run an empire like Lucius, I'm finna build this. So when I die, my children, children, children gon' be still rich. I want to make a million dollars. At that gas station Ain't never called Was out all night I had my dad waiting I don't think he understand I was out there back chasing Spent my money at the poppies Nigga, I ain't had savings Christmas time around house We at the church They giving out the presents And they serving us desserts We ain't never really have it That shit had me feeling hurt Used to blame it on myself Cause I felt like a nigga curse Summer program We survived right off them lunches Went around here PZ Wing had no brushes Survived by any means Was running around in the dungeon It's either you gon' hunt little nigga Or you gon' be hunting Cause all I did was act the fool Now look at what the happened, dude Get paid off this rapping
really might be dead, fuck it, I had to move. I just want my family to be set before I leave this earth. Before they crying at my funeral with me all on their shirts. I try to job a nine to five, and best believe me, it ain't work. Won't work for 725, cause no cap, I know what I worth. Making my music, they try their hardest to distract me. Hide the pain behind these bars, shit, I ain't never happy. Remember, I was down on my dick and they tried to tax me. Don't even wanna make it no more, they just wanna pass me. A lot of niggas, they done told dope. Got pictures with them, it's a shame, fuck it. I gotta cross them out the photo. Communicating with the cop, niggas turn to robo. Shit, niggas turn to robo, no cap. Wishing on the stars. We still wishing on the stars. We wishing on the stars. We gonna make it. That was 570JV. Oh, I think I got it right. 570JV. I think that's how he says it. 570JV. Now, it's still a little bit of a mouthful, but I think that's how he says it. 570JV, and that was off his latest project, Foundation, which I believe you're on Spotify right now, so it's on Spotify. Pretty sure it's on Apple Music, but after today, I might not even be rocking with Apple Music. I might be straight Spotify <laughs> guy. But um, I said five, uh, 570JV. Latest project, Foundation. The first track was on Takumpo. And the next track, uh, latest track was Wishing on a Star. Wishing on a Star beat is fucking hard to me. Super hard. Yeah, it was so crazy to see him perform, man. Like, I don't know I don't know how many people knew who he was, but that crowd was rocking with it. His they energy was it. crazy. Like, he was never on the stage. He was always on the speaker, jumping up and down all around. Like That's uh, the interaction. Yeah. And he was like a young kid. He was like a real young kid who is like really in tune with like what he wants to do his, his i can see his like vision and his mission and he set on it and he just like basically molding how to get there Word. so definitely shout out to uh 570 jv but staying on the music tip j cole i i, I thought this was super interesting because you don't really see j cole come out speak about anything gq oh. did an article with j cole and um it was pretty interesting just to um kind of like i said it's so I, every time J. Cole does an interview, I have to kind of pay attention because J. Cole isn't somebody who just does a bunch of interviews. Right. Like If you think about how J. Cole moves, I actually really kind of admire how he moves because him and Kendrick move similar. It's very similar. Yeah. J. Cole's actually, as a recent, a little bit more, um, I guess you can say visible these days, like the way he's kind of like on Twitter and on social. Mm-hmm. Um but it was interesting. What, what did you do? What did, ooh, I bit the shit out of my tongue. What did you kind of take away from the interview? We'll kind of start with an overall sense of what you thought. Uh, as being a fan of J. Cole and kind of, in general, I, I like studying people more mm-hmm. than, you know, I like their artistry and then it obviously, obviously uh, sizzles down to the character of them and, you know, just kind of trying to understand where it's sourced from. Yeah. So in that sense, I, I felt like I've already – what I got from the interview, I already knew from J. Cole, and mm-hmm. I felt I was able to kind of read that in itself. Yeah, and it kind of felt like GQ was just discovering him in a weird way. Like, just I because, yeah. in a way that they were kind of so, uh, the like way they emphasized his, his mannerism. Yeah, and the way he, like, stuff. you know, tends to kind of be away from things. And it was kind of as if that was news to them, rather yeah. than if you were like a fan of. You know, or just kind of realize, just 
I think maybe we've a always cultural known J thing, Cole perhaps. like that. We always known he's kind of yeah introverted. He comes but very out when he does his business and he goes back, you know, and does it to the crib. Exactly. I thought I think, but one thing that caught my eye was when they said that um he was recording something like some type mm-hmm. of documentary, which I'm very interested to see because a lot of times with visuals, um, Cole is very good at that, or his Dreamville team is really good yeah. at it. Like when I think about the um, do you remember the Force Hill Drive HBO series. Yeah, I do. That shit to me was super dope because it just took people and viewers and listeners down a path of the music industry and like the concert life that I don't think people are necessarily familiar with. Like the jobs, like the stresses, like the team, like everything that makes that it takes to make that stuff tick. Mm-hmm. And then you think about the uh, For Your Eyes Only. You think about the uh, Little Eyes one he did. Um, I'd just be really interested to see what this documentary is for and about because I don't know if it's going to be connected to KOD. I don't know if it's going to be something connected to his next project. Is it a Revenge of the Dreamers thing? It has to have some kind of... Well, I'm not going to say has to, but I do feel like it has... There has to be some kind of role into how this uh, Revenge of the Dreamers thing is going to come out. Yeah. Everything uh, calculated with Cole. Yeah. Now, that said, the GQ article was very well written. Yes. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not not stating that at all. It was just it, it was just <laughs> yeah, not not one bit. It was just interesting just how they I know it, it was just but at the same time as a writer for people who, you know, as weird as it is to say that the people uh there are people out there who aren't familiar with J. Cole, you mm-hmm. do kinda have to introduce him to the light of, you know, people perhaps or yeah, so I guess who he I guess, in retrospect, I guess maybe that I makes sense. That. Like people understanding who he is as a person, and then yeah, like don't understand that. connect with just his music. Because what was interesting about it as journalists, you know, in college and stuff, it was interesting because I kind of could picture how the conversation was going right. as he was writing. I can see yeah. Cole being kind of it was really he painted the picture for sure. Yeah, very much so. He had a lot of voice in it, a lot of tone. But that that's the thing is because. Uh, I did a lot of writing to it in, in, in college, but mm-hmm. I always end up finding myself on the opposite opposite side in the sense of being the consumer and always wanting, as fucking weird as it sounds, wanting the writer to understand that I know some of this information already, so yeah. I want new information from you. But you know what I mean? Is that mm-hmm. just like like if you listen to an interview and shit, like you don't want to hear like, and you already questions. follow that artist already. You're yeah. like, damn, I wish they would have asked more about such and such. That I just felt like with GQ they had the opportunity to kind of really dive break a something. little bit, yeah, break something, yeah. something a little more than just give us an overcast of what he did on All Star Weekend. But then again, it's GQ, and maybe I don't expect GQ to yeah. break that kind of information because it's see, not. I didn't, I didn't necessarily expect it from GQ, but I expected it from a sit down with J Cole. Yeah, per se, I agree. Yeah, it wasn't just going to be, I don't know, I'm being a critic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely kind of expected more because you know when you kind of read through it. It didn't seem like he said too much, but right. what he said, cause they were definitely describing the interaction more than they were describing what he actually said. Mm-hmm. And maybe he didn't say that much, but um, I thought it was interesting. There was a couple of things I thought were interesting. One thing was he said, I realized like memories, I realized like memories come from getting out of my comfort zone, great memories. So like, I don't know, that little line, which seems super simple, but like, I never thought about how the most, like the moments out of getting outside of your comfort zone, which are super difficult, like you remember those moments the most because that's like where the biggest change happens. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting because even somebody like Cole, who's seen fame and has wanted to get away from fame, even kind of carries that same mind state. But I think what was really interesting was what people have been talking about the platinum and no features talk. Like 
How do you feel about that? Uh, first, I think it's a, a huge accomplishment because some of our some of our greats haven't even done that. Like um, Kendrick's had features, Drake's had features. Um, and I, I'm just saying that off top because those are just people that I'm talking about mm. in the most popular time. But it was cool to see people like champion that because it deserves to be championed. But then it did get old. It was just like, okay, like I get it, I get it, I get it. And I get that's just how Cole works. Like he's very inclusive. He's very in-house. Um, I never thought it was super intentional. It's kind of like a rest thing. Yeah. It's a- well, I think Russ is a little bit more intentional with it. With yeah. His, but I can understand it, though. If you produce your own shit and you mm-hmm. you obviously are at such a level lyrically that you don't need writers, per se. You, yeah. you don't need other people in the Features room. To, you don't need anyone in the house yeah. to, to you can do get it your shit off. Like, it, what reason do you really have to do it other, other than to maybe be political or to be friendly? And I always thought that he, Cole he force that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I and I always thought that Cole could benefit from crit. And the reason I say that is crit? Yeah, because they both have the same talent. Like Crit is a great producer, self producer, mm-hmm. and he's also a great like rapper. And Cole's the same way. But one thing is that Big Crit always finds a way to like bring in uh features that help improve and enhance his projects. Whether it be a Bumby, GK, Devin the Dude, like a Ludacris, like that Southern thing. What do you I think? Don't, you disagree? No, nah, I don't disagree because it's true. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he has a choice either. But Crit? Yeah, not not no disrespect to Crit. I'm just mm-hmm. saying when you're, it's, it's just, it's a different caliber, not caliber, but a different range of consumer that J. Cole has that. No matter he can, you know the Pootie Tang joint when Pootie Tang put out an album and it was just called, you know what I mean, and like everybody went wild over the shit. Yeah. But that's that's kind of the effect that like the J Cole, the Kendricks, the Drake yeah, had. J Cole and Crit are definitely on a different level. And that's that's only and that's just the optic of yeah. it. not in the sense of lyrically, not in the sense of skill, but just in the sense of that consumer base. You ha- he can market to anyone without needing that extra assistance mm. or help. Right. But Crit is looking for some kind of cross promotion. Rather and not even un- intentionally perhaps. Maybe it, it is a genuine collaboration, but mm-hmm. just off the strength of it's not gonna hurt. Yeah. He's not gonna he can gain someone. J. Cole's not gaining anything by having anyone else on the feature. Yeah, and then that's what was interesting was that you think about what J. Cole's been doing this past couple of years, it's been very feature heavy. Right. So I was like, damn. It's kind of lending. Yeah, and that's why it was interesting. That's why I hope that he really takes heed to it because I thought it was interesting what he said. He's like, you know, y'all going to make me do features. And I hope he does because he's already proven that he could make be platinum on his own. Do you think he needs features, though, on his shit? Only reason I would say I would like to, I, I think he needs features on his next project is because he talks about in this interview getting outside of his comfort zone. And I think getting features on your album would not only push him to figure out how can he make a better cohesive project when he is dealing with artists that he, yeah. And then I'll kind of take him out of his comfort zone to see, you know, to me, that just solidifies how good he is. If you can drop an album with features on it and it still sounds just as dope, like, yo, you can do anything. You can do it by yourself. You can do it with people. You know what I mean? Because one thing, like, for example, we always talk about who's like the greatest rappers and we say Drake or Wayne, whatever. Always had features on every album. 
always. Who, Drake? Yeah. Always had features. And so to me. That don't mean shit. And it don't. But I've never heard a Drake album without features. I always thought I that was my because he ain't got like, shit to talk about, and and that's that. But why? Like that? Is, does that ruin? If he doesn't have shit to talk about by himself, does that make him less of an artist? No, but it. I don't know. Think about it. Think about it. I don't know. Not necessarily because it's kind of you know it, there's some sense of geniusness to repeating the same shit so many different ways and in mm-hmm. so many different cadences. But it depends so, on what you're talking. I feel like Drake right. doesn't have that range of conversation. That's that's my point. And yeah. so that, so he is recycling the topic, but mm-hmm. he's doing it in different fashions to where it feels switched up. Mm-hmm. And there is some kind of artistry. I'm not going to say kind of like I'm downplaying it. There's an artistry yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that lessens him as an artist per se. It does it, it in a personal totem pole. It kind of puts you, you know, where wherever it puts you appropriately individually but not but at the same time i don't think his artist he he almost he's political he's almost uh he he he'll do a feature with niggas he don't like he'll drake right yeah drake drake will do a feature and you'll never see the niggas next to each other again he fucking did the same shit with mcconan he does he doesn't like that didn't he he lends features yeah. He's been lending features and Heavy putting though, niggas but, on his shit. But you gotta think about it. He also lends features and 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 borrows flows. Facts. And, which and, is not to his. I mean, am I a fan of that? No. But which is, speaks to him as being so, the, so and, good at la- and again, I can't. I'm not standing J Cole by no means. But there is some kind of honor to standing on your own, time after time, mm-hmm. not following the mold when. Everyone that, that they're comparing you to has, and hell, even even Kendrick hasn't really been feature heavy, but no one really talks exactly. about it. Exactly, no, he really hasn't. His features are like In-house. vocals. You know or what I mean? They're, TDE, they're, like yeah, they're, they're rock, and so, that that doesn't even count as a feature to me. That's that's kind of the homie being already there. Probably it's definitely a feature, but I feel it you. is. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm not. I'm not. It it's is. It's not like a feature feature. It's like an right. In-house, yeah, like a family thing. But in the sense of like, I don't know, like the. Most of his features are typically, at least for his album cuts, are typically vocals. Granted, he's had some key features like him and Drake have crossed paths and like the Rihanna, you know, shit like that. You mm-hmm. know, he'll get his pop shit off. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I think if there was going to be a unicorn, I think Drake should remain that unicorn. I mean, uh, J Cole should remain that unicorn. You, you think him. one t- one album, one feature would hurt him? For no, it doesn't hurt him. But why? To prove what point? That you can rap with another nigga, like he, you're doing do you, that on their songs. But do you think it'd be a, a good? I mean, I just don't understand why. When I say why. features, I I don't mean like a feature heavy, like eight out of sixteen. I mean like even one or two would be cool with me. Like I would love to hear Cole and Twenty One on a Cole album or Cole and Royce on a Cole though? album. What's the difference? The difference. placement diverse. Because I think what it is is like with J Cole doing features now, he's ta- he has to get into their world. Not necessarily. Like, not the way he raps. But he's, that's what he said, though. This nigga's literally, he, the way J. Cole raps, he is, he, it's as if he's on this podcast. He will talk to you about what he just did mm-hmm. and how he got to this seat mm-hmm. and why, what he's thinking at this moment about the nigga that's talking to him. Like, he, that's, this is the way he raps. Yeah. Nigga said, I drove six hours from Atlanta to back to Carolina. Oh, and 21 had his, you know, I mean, like, he, he but, talks but you. Don't, to but you don't think, that, like, I think, but you don't, and I, like I said, I've heard him say this before, but I think J. Cole. That that was why he did features because like, he didn't, first of all he didn't have to do any features like this was the first time I've ever seen him be this feature heavy in forever but like 
to hear J. Cole rap at 21, I would not expect that collaboration. But then to hear 21's like topic and then hear how J. Cole fit in it. So like, you oh, want to hear niggas sense. hit J. Cole's pockets. You because that's that's what it really is. I wanna I wanna hear I wanna hear I wanna hear how it is when somebody has to get into J. Cole's world and how J. Cole So that's what you want to hear. Because like, for example, we always talk about J. Cole not wanting like Kendrick smoke or like whatever smoke, right? People always say that like they never collab. They don't want to smoke with each other. But they did Black up. Friday. And I agree. People forget about that shit all the time. But it's been, I don't think you ever heard them on the same track together. Even with people were really excited to hear Young Jeezy's project a couple of years ago because they were on the same track. Yeah, yeah. and you didn't you didn't get it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think it'd be interesting because I want to see how J Cole stands strong in his world with somebody who isn't from his world in it. But like, okay, I, so I've heard J Cole and Boss. I've heard Cole and Cause. I've who, heard all that stuff. But but Pete, that though. The only one, and I, I know just for the sake of conversation, you said Kendrick, but just in reality, who else can get on a, a Cole album and have a, a a feature where you're like, I'm glad that's on there, other than really? Kendrick? Okay. Do you want me to make a list? And, and, and not get washed by Cole okay, on I, his album where can, he's talking his it. shit. I can do that. And I want to, I want to one one be that real quick and say mm-hmm. when you when when J Cole, J Cole on a feature is not just a feature, and I know that sounds corny because I'm not capping for J Cole. I'm really not, but you know you got to respect where where you, you know. You can cap for J Cole. I, I, I do. But uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not ashamed of. It. I'm just saying like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not intentionally doing it rather. But at the same time, when when you think of like a J Cole feature. And you think of the fact that, think of a J. Cole feature, which is a great, and you think of a Lil Wayne feature, which is a great. Are you really getting anything out of a Lil Wayne feature? Mm, I'm a little biased because I think Lil Wayne's falling off. But there are people who swear that Lil Wayne is still as hard as he was when he first came out. Better question. Have you ever heard, and I'm not thinking that deep into my Lil Wayne decks and my Lil Wayne decks is pretty fucking deep. <laughs> but I will say, I'm just going to pose the question. Have you heard a Lil Wayne feature that resembled a Carter or Carter II verse? Not in a long time. You I see what lie. I mean? Yeah. His features are different than his album. The album Wayne at that time. And Cole's is. Cole's Cole can I, be too. I feel like or Cole has been recently. I, I feel like Cole is right there. I feel like mm-hmm. what you hear on his album and what he kind of gives you in a sense of oh, yeah, yeah, subject yeah. matter is what he gives you in his verse, regardless mm-hmm. of what the song's about. I agree. I agree. And Matter of fact, I feel like he chooses songs to fit his subject matter. To an extent, I agree because also I, well, I was thinking about this when you said that Little Wayne has had a boogaloo of fucking features, like incredible amount. Like, like on a he was like on a T oh Pain run. But I, I, I'm trying to trying to think where I was going. I do think Cole, like you talking about what Caster's saying, rappers who I think could could hang with Cole on a feature and mm-hmm. not get washed. I mean, we got Royce, we got Logic. I love Royce. Oh, yeah, Royce. I'm got, so, my, you just great. So we much got respect. Logic. We got Isaiah Rashad. Uh, we we have Isaiah Rashad. Uh, we have a J Rock, which we've seen that, like. No, I and again, Lupe, they can hold their I own. I even say Lupe. But, but is that, all right, but I'm saying, are these, are any of those names necessary? Necessary, no, but it's not, it's not necessary when you're an elite. So why does he need to do it? Why not? Why? 
Go on their songs. <laughs> <laughs> Go on their songs. But I mean, but they're at the Let same level. Like I think, shit. I think I don't know what number album Cole's on, but it wouldn't hurt just to get it once. Like we're so never, telling we're me, never gonna get a Cole and Kendrick album. We're would never you? Get that. Would you? If you were on that level, mm-hmm. you have no obligation to anyone. Right. You're making your own shit. Mm-hmm. You're recording your own shit. You're probably damn near EQ and E engineer your own shit. You know right. what I mean? At that point, or at least got a nigga that's right next to you. Mm-hmm. Do you have in? Do you have any motivation other than political to, to have, have someone on your project? Hell yeah! And I'll tell you why because what if, it does. If mm-hmm. you don't need it, and if the last if three terms it. now, granted, if he wants mm-hmm. to do it, I'm not saying by don't nigga, do don't it. do it and be stubborn just because you want to be no feature nigga. Yeah, nah, but I'm know. saying if that's not your model, don't step out for the sake of niggas saying that you should step out. Yeah. Like I don't think that's. Oh yeah, don't do it for people. Movie. Do it for you. But that's a, and that's and that's exactly to my point. But that's what he acknowledged in the article. Yeah. He was like, he was kind of low key sensitive to it. Like, well, shit, I'm gonna do it just because y'all niggas say I can shut up. But I think from Cole's perspective, and this would be my from my perspective too, is that Cole sees it as a challenge. Like, also people think I can't. What's like, the challenge? I mean, people like he's been like when you're da- when you like challenge is, and this is just this is how I look at it. If I was Cole. And I know I've proven myself solo dolo time and time again. Uh-huh. I would love to see, but another artist who could perhaps be better than me, how I hold my own against them on my album. Okay, but peep this. And then even, people, or, or, I don't, I don't mean cut bad. you off. Yes, and sir. even production, I think Cole would benefit from like even that. That would be the biggest collab. Okay, that would be sense to me was to have him on different production and see how he how that takes him to another level and how that influences content to another level that would make more sense to me and i would like to see that actually more than i would like to see features on his album but i thought that's what we're going to get on the revenge of the dreamers thing but that won't be a cold album that'll be a dreamville album that's fair so that's i mean fair. like i think he's supposed to have a mixtape called off season and that's when i would like to see like those different kind of production my thing tidbits. is on i can't remember it might have been on a lot on on his verse on that, but he literally said, "I'm gonna get on these niggas' songs uh, just so much so they they don't even want to rap with me." Like you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm a kill, like he's already in that mindset. So why bring someone into your space when you can kill them in theirs? I mean, true. But again, I'm just, I'm I biased because I I, be cool, I, resume, I, I like that funny. way of thinking. To me personally, yeah. I like that way of I prefer that I. I think that resembles me more in the sense of not necessarily not being collaborative and trying to be like that or purposely not being collaborative, but if it doesn't fit the mode, then I'm not going to force force the hand. Yeah, if I was cold, I wouldn't force it, but there's definitely, I mean, I was thinking right now, I was thinking uh, Mick Jenkins. Oh I was God. thinking even some like J.I.D. I have not heard, I like, have not really, I mean, I've heard that one. Off like these. Even off, like off these. Like, yeah. like that was dope. That like, was dope. Because it's cool to hear these, That's that's what it was for me. It's cool to hear these artists bring Cole into their world and to see how Cole reacts. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, how like how would Cole do that? And how would Cole do that on the flip side and still be as productive? Because like, if we, if we can be real, if I can have a moment of, of honest clarity, mm-hmm. I really yeah, do think man. JID could like come we, at, come we talk, the, come people say Absol is like they always say who's the best out of TDE and they always say Absol or Kendrick. And this depends on who you are. People yeah. will say Absol, some people will say Kendrick. And you think it's I the think same we're seeing one. that with Dreamville. I think JID. I and think JID is better. I'll say Shit, that. Shit, man, damn! I wasn't ready for that. If I wasn't trying to do it that early, well, I, 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 it's, it's. 
I'm gonna say I think I think JID longevity wise, I think JID is gonna be better. I think JID is incredible. Yeah, and and he is incredible. He's incredible to listen to. Mm-hmm. But as you recently saw, seeing him in person is just like, man, you do this every night. I need to see J. I need to see before I can make that decision. I need to see two. Damn, or three I just J- said that. J-ID I said that he's better. That's a lot. And I, I mean, you proved that you're not capping for Cole. That's that's for damn sure. I don't but know. I mean, I'm, but I'm you're a, not I'm wrong either in that assumption that. because I think I'm gonna think about that though. Like, because J. Cole got hits, bro. J. Cole, J. Cole got some shit. I look at it more this way. I don't look at when I think of JID and and J. Cole. I don't necessarily think of it as Absol and he's more Kendrick. Talented. I think of it more like Kendrick and Isaiah. Wait, you put Isaiah. I, man, Isaiah I'm one of the few like, people who don't put Isaiah that high as he, as high because he doesn't drop music as often. Yeah, but even his stuff that did drop, I love it. I but I don't. I think he's just a, a awesome artist. I don't think he's in that same bracket as even Ab Soul, but let alone mm-hmm. Kendrick. That's that's a lot. I think like. I guess what I meant by that was two artists, one who's vetted, the other who is definitely showed who he is and like what he's capable of. I can't believe I said J. Cole. I don't know. My bad. I mean, you I'm did sorry. it. I don't know. You did it. It's okay. But go ahead. My bad. Isaiah Rashad. But Isaiah Rashad, I think, has, an, I think this, this next album is going to prove a lot. Same way I think J.I.D.'s next project after DiCaprio 2 is going to prove a lot because that only shows that he has two projects. And I don't even know if you count DiCaprio as like a album. I kind of do, but I always think about how could you not? I don't. Well, nothing. Nothing makes sense anymore when it comes to what is and what isn't. But I, I just, I'd have to give it a little bit more time. I think I need one more from JID to know who is the better. And either way, both are like I think it's still neck and neck. I just think JID is so fresh, young, and hungry. I think Cole that, recognizes it. Not yeah. think it's obvious that he right. Re- and I think that's the Take dope part gang. too. It's fact and. You know, I think that's it's just sick. If you knew of like uh, Spillers Village back, you know, mm-hmm. with oh yeah, uh, what was uh, prior to their, them all getting their shine, um, you know, that's black, that's shallow gray for toys or shit. That's uh, Earth Gang. Stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, JID. Like that, just in general, them all coming up and kind of holding each other down. Like that's that's sick. But um, I think there can can be an argument to be made that J that that JID. That's why I'm not completely ready to back up off the comment that he's better than J. Cole, but it does sound pretty harsh to say he's better than. And yeah, I think it's, just, it's, not, it's not a bad comment. I think it's just early. It's early. It's mad early. But I really do. J. Cole, J.I.D. Is, has his his trajectory is is crazy. Oh yeah. And under, but only under the guidance of J. Cole. So I, it works in that hand. Like he's learning from the best, one of the best. Learning, to, yeah, yeah. to to that's only going to add to it. Like Any, but he has a different type of hunger, which is why I think he's mm-hmm. he has he's better than can be better than J. Cole is because of the fact that J. Cole has the ability to kill a lot of people. Mm -hmm. J.I.D. wants that smoke. Like he, he's trying to do that. He wants to entice it. And that's, that's a different type of animal to me to deal with and the type of mentality that to me kind of gives you an edge over someone that's a little bit more reserved. Uh, Yeah. And on, on, it's interesting you bring that up because on top of that, I was thinking, with JID, I was like, he sounds he sounds stupid hungry, like mm-hmm. unfathomably hungry, unfathomably however you say that it's word. It's very you know, attractive. Yeah, it's very attractive. And I was to trying to think. To. I remember when Cole was that hungry. 
Yeah. Because Cole had to do it. Yeah, that's true. With the Drake era, the Kanye era, the Wale era, the Big Shines, which was not easy. Mm-hmm. They were writing hits and he was writing lyrics. Yeah, and these are now what we call elite artists. Yeah. And then you think about with J.I.D., it's like he's not going against the elite anymore, though he's is definitely in that mindset of saying, like, I'm better than the elite. But he's, he's going against his class. Going against a fucking, or not even that, he's going against a, like, the industry, the wave of music, like, 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 like just the way, like, yeah, with all odds kind of, sta- yeah, like, like the wave of the music, the, the music industry, the new form of streaming music, right? How open and how like open the floodgates are to like music. Uh-huh. He's going against like so much things that actually work against him, and like he's already proven to probably be a better artist than maybe ninety five percent of the other artists that are coming on now, but it's just about him going against, you know, consumer, and like. Like everything is really stacked against them compared to how Cole just really had just the elites. Yeah, was against them. So it's like I feel like that's why J Cole, I mean uh, JID, sounds even extra hungry. Like, because there's little shit like nuances like his voice that people nitpick, and mm-hmm. and you know, I I've had conversations with people who have told me that they literally couldn't understand what he was saying, and they just kind of they weren't feeling it, so they skipped over. And me it does not make any sense. I'm like, to me. I, yeah, it, it didn't really. I didn't. I didn't get that. But at the same time, if the, I can, I can see how. But it didn't. It didn't. It's not the most. Like, it's not like yeah. the greatest reason to why I went to an NCID right. project. You know, if you're spitting, you, you know, I mean, people said the same shit about Smino, or say the same shit about Smino. You know, yeah. in a sense, of not really. It would have more validity with Smino than it would with GID. Mm-hmm. I agree, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like GID. I, I do like GID. He, he's pretty dope. Dreamville in itself got it. They just got, they have a really nice roster right now, and they're mm-hmm. going to do some really good things. And I also saw that you posted something about Reason, and I appreciate you. Because I've been capping for Reason for a minute, and niggas do not fuck with me for fucking <laughs> with him. And I don't understand why niggas have to like, take my recommendations I have to Reason. Maybe listen to Reason. Before I saw him in South By, I listened to Reason maybe once. and was like, oh, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And then once I saw him in person, I was like, this shit is his different. And he performed a song off his project, which we don't know when it's going to drop. And that shit was dope. Mm. Went back and revisited it. He's going to be hot off TDE, bro. He, I, I guarantee shortly after Schoolboy, it's going to be Reason next. Reason is a good answer to GID. Yeah. Because. It and I it's think, cool that they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. It's because cool that they're cool. TDE and Dreamville have never, never been a buttheads thing. Yeah. Like it's always been just pure competition. And you can and tell them crazy. two in particular, like, are, I mean, other than they're well, they're on tour together, obviously, mm-hmm. but well, they, or were, they yeah. were on tour mm-hmm. on the first leg. Um, but yeah, they they do they they kind of they complement each other pretty well. And they were even even at, even at the, at the takeover, um, the South by takeover, you could see like just them being cool, and that's dangerous. Yeah, it really is. that means they're like really cooking, and if they if they really start like popping. Yeah. You never know what they can do for just a TDE Dreamville, like not collab. Cause I don't want to speak all that shit up, but like it's just crazy to see two potential powerhouses. Gr- yeah, yeah, just collab like that. It's super nuts. And um, yo, I, I said I had a great way to try. Ugh, I bit my tongue super hard again. Yes. Real quick, you side note: out. you gotta do better, man. You gotta, you gotta, do, do, better. Better. <laughs> you gotta do better. Side note: think about TDE. Think about SZA. Mm-hmm. Super good. Definitely can be one of the elites in 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 in. Who's the Dreamville Sizzle? I think it's gonna be Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox is incredible, and she's she's getting that. I'm starting to see that shine 
and that 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 attention that she deserves to bubble. I haven't heard her. Come again? I'm so sorry. I, I didn't want to burst wow. that bubble, but I have not heard her. Dude. Ari Lennox. Is that I a, would follow her on Instagram. She's really cool on Instagram. Okay. And I would um go back and listen to her music. It's super dope. She got pipes. She can actually like Do you sing. Know the name sing. Of her last project. Huh? Do you know the name of her last project? Oh, it was very short. I can't remember what it was called. It's like only one of her only ones, so it should be the only one that's there. Okay. But um, her latest singles are really good too. Uh, Damn, I'm late. Everybody follow her. You want a hot take? You know, how you said JID is better than um. Cole. Yeah. For another hot take, I'm taking Ari Lennox over SZA. I don't think that's that hard. And I so Ari Lennox hasn't even dropped the whole project. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Ari Lennox hasn't even dropped the whole project, but she just like and I love SZA to death. That's, that's that's my girl. But Ari Lennox, I've seen her sing in person. I've seen her like. There is no difference between how she sounds live and how she sounds on these projects. Look, he says I can't sing live. Yeah, she struggles. I don't like to admit it. I try to like leave the room. Yeah, bring that conversation I see you don't want to bring that up. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to touch on yeah. it. But we, we're gonna it. just bypass that. But go it ahead. Happened. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> 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 but no, Ari Lennox is is, is is fire. Um, which brings me to like a quick thing because I know we gotta get ready to wrap it up. You mentioned to me earlier about um, helping refresh my mind a little bit. Oh, the uh, Nicki Minaj yeah. not being she wouldn't like thrive as much as she did if she came out in today's era is that what i said uh yeah along those lines i I just don't think she would be granted she paved the way she's definitely pioneered uh you know walked so they can run there dare i say (laughs) but she just the antics she pulled and the antics of her her rapping and music in general i just felt like wasn't uh isn't something that would necessarily be as uh welcomed in the climate of music right right now, especially yeah. with as many, and again, not trying to categorize, but as many uh, women rappers that are are thriving currently, they're, this is they're like just so prime. Yeah, and they're, they're just so versatile in the sense of what they're talking about. You know, there used to be a time where the, all the female rappers, uh, and female r- woman rappers, it's hard rather, not to say, yeah, but uh, but if I can try it, I can. You know, if I can make the effort, I can make the effort. Um, <laughs> All the women rappers were very vulgar, you know. Yeah, there was like a one style. Yeah, and it but was all they knew. Like, Nobody else proved that you can do anything. Absolutely, different. and that was kind of what what was painted as like a woman uh, artist, or at least from my understanding, like the formula. Even. But then now, it's almost a rarity to uh, Meg The Stallion seems like the, you know, seems raunchy because that's not even because she's very like quo open on sexuality, yeah. but, but she can rap her. Ass off. And she's that shit. And, and and you know, we already spoke of Rico. We already spoke of Tierra Wag. Uh, Tierra Wag, Drizzy, uh, Baby Motherfucking, um, uh, what's that old girl's name? Uh, no Name Rhapsody. No Name is that, cr- man. Rhapsody. Rhapsody, yeah. Man, it's just, it's There's so, so many. many. Jungle Pussy. Yeah. There's some good yeah. ones out there. That and just, I fell up on one recently, Young Tate, which was one that I saw at. Um, is that the white girl? No, black girl. Uh, she was on my. She was at the fader for it, Young Tate. She was dope. Like this is the first time in a long time. The last time that I, if you asked me like years ago and told me like name me some like dope female artists, yeah. I'd be like, oh, uh, Eve, 
Remy Ma, Queen Latifah. Um, Shout out to Eve one time, man. Lil' Kim, Missy Elliott. All day. And then today, like, we just think how many? Seven or eight? Like what? Satira Wack, Dreezy. Yeah, facts. And could, could it kept City going. Girls. City Girls is another City one. City Girls, yeah. And it's like, this is like prime time. That's awesome. I love it. Prime time. Like, I love I, it, I, I, didn't, I never thought this would happen. And to be honest, they, like, you know, it, it's been a And it's unity. I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, There's no. a lot of yeah. unity and conformity in the uh, female rapper sector and Facts. then coming together trying to dead the stigma of female rappers yeah. and just being rappers. I like love I, it. Because Nicki Minaj would never do that. That's why I 100% agree with you that she would not survive in today's she era. She'd be get, she'd get booted out so fucking quick in the, in the fucking blink of Okay, and I, not to go on a tangent, I'm just really curious. Who did Nicki Minaj usually have featured on her albums? Other than Young Money? Yeah. Um... I'm so I'm I'm almost like the wrong person to ask because I'm such not. I feel a, you. A, a, I, only, a I only, fan. only ask that to kind of resemble the standpoint because from what I I can't think of many features. I know she's had some Gucci features and some Meek. some yeah. Uh, uh, she's probably been on more features than she's had features. Right. And but I say that to kind of circle back to the J Cole thing because yeah, I feel like she kind of resembles the same model of not really having Whoa. that many features. I ain't gonna say no features. I didn't mm-hmm. say no features. I'm saying that many features, and I say that to say that in this climate, not being collaborative wouldn't fare her well. Well, actually, so looking at her her most recent album, mm-hmm. uh, I'm seeing features. I'm she, not the Nicki Minaj. I'm not. Yeah. Standard, so, so I, I totally get know. it. This is gonna make you sick. Um. I see on her latest She's album. She's probably actually pretty feature heavy now that yeah, I think about who I'm talking about. Eminem, Lil Wayne, Ariana Grande, The Weeknd. God damn. Swaley. Oh, Future, shit. Foxy Brown. And that I'm, shows how much I know about the fucking Nicki Minaj. On the pink print, she had... Um, I'm way the fuck off. Ariana Grande again. She had Beyonce, Drake, Wayne, Jeremiah, and Meek Mill. What the fuck about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Nikki. Yeah, she You're is, killing she me. Is, I try like, to, I try to go for you. A she's little super bit. pop though. So she's very feature heavy. Yeah, she is though. Um, but no, like I guess I don't think, I don't think Nicki Minaj. She I can't never, rap. The reason I never liked Nicki Minaj was because of the way she carried herself, and the way she carries herself now for sure. Like she has no respect for anybody before her, and that's like the last thing we need in a in an industry where we want people to thrive and come together to like grow as one. Can Nicki Minaj rap? To some, not to me. It's just not my style. It's like her. She reminds me of like the black female Eminem. I'm not the biggest Eminem fan either. Early Eminem or Eminem period? Um, I'd say like the later Eminem. Just like her voice. And it's like, it's just kind of, to me, there's nothing not attractive. Because I, when I think of female artists, and I'm sorry, I keep saying female artists. Um, they coming at you, bro. I, I know, right? I'm, I'm here for it. I'm cool with it. I'm here for it. I, I like... I've always liked lyricists. Like yeah. the reason I say I like Rhapsody, No Name, Carrie Foe, Lil Sims, like Tierra Whack. There's a reason I always say because like they can rap. And, Niggas like, try to make proven. me feel corny for that, but I love that. I love lyricists. I love to feel what you're saying. I want you to talk to me. This is the perfect time to like male or female rappers because these days there are so many female rappers breaking out of the stereotype that you mentioned earlier about sex selling. Like it's not about sex selling anymore. It's like what like what is the story? What do you have to tell me? Like like for me, quick tangent, quick side note, no name, uh her latest project, room what was it? Room twenty five. 
could be wrong, could be right. Um, but like this album was a little different because she was talking about pussy and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. It was a little different from her first album. But after going back to it a couple of times, I was like, damn, she's still rapping about some shit. And like, she's not on that. Like she's talk like she's a little bit more sexual, but it's still as a man, I can still like relate and like rock with it, and mm-hmm. then not like put me in a total discomfort zone. As in, like maybe you can't recite the lyrics and shit. Yeah, as in, like with Nicki, I was never like, like I will play some Meg Thee Stallion in my fucking whip. Mm-hmm. I will play some City Girls. I'll play some Rico Nasty out loud. I won't really play Nicki Minaj out loud in my whip. That's a lot. Like it is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. So I think it's just like a good. Don't yeah, let bro. it go in the character on you. Anybody who shames you for liking those rappers. Fucking right. Is probably very uncomfortable with themselves. I, I like the way you think, bro. I really That's do. how it is, bro. That's how it is. <laughs> telling you, and, and, and I'll, I'll go on record and I'll die on this hill saying a lot of these female rappers, quote unquote, are rapping a, a lot better than a lot of these male rappers out here. And I won't say any names. Not to circle back to Nikki, but if you think about when Nikki uh, uh, got into the shit with Remy, Remy came rapping. As fuck. Right, as fuck. And we're waiting, like, okay, Nikki obviously knows that this is a rap battle, rap beef. This is, has to be handled in a rap. She got two other niggas on this song <laughs> and made a, made a song and then try to make that. Are you going to come cool. for me? Well, let me bring in my security. Yeah, try to make it cool and was like, you know, Not uh, anybody, we, write, we write records or we, we diss you on them or whatever that shit is. Nikki just tried just to pull a, a, a Drake and just telling. use her popularity as a defense mechanism for telling. why she didn't get. Yeah. It was telling for sure. God. Especially in that arena. We're gonna have to do a part two on that because we can literally yeah. talk about shit all day. That's real. That's super crazy. But you, I, we got two pines picks. I wanted pines to put some music on here because his music taste, as you can tell, we've been talking about picks. music the all day. Um, so I had to pick two joints. So uh, tell me what we're about to get into. Word. Uh, well, the first one uh, is gonna be from AC Crenshaw. Uh, I got put onto him not too long ago. Uh, he's a really, really dope artist from Fort Collins. Uh, really, really intuitive, if you will. Uh, the song I believe I'm gonna recommend for you guys is gonna be I O A M. Uh, it's an acronym. It's called I'm on a mission. Uh, really good song to you know get your day started. Just kind of feel like you you about to get it in. Uh, and then uh, the second one's gonna be by a gentleman uh, by the name of Dean Spencer, and the name of the song is called Soap. Uh, soap like the bar soap joint. <laughs> That's a good song too. I recommend listening to his projects too. Uh, really, really dope guy. Uh, real young too, but he actually was on tour. He was on tour with Duckworth. Ah, he was on tour with Duckworth. I forgot to I even can bring see that, that up. Yeah, so that was interesting. That was interesting. Uh, but yeah, really good dude. Bet. So let's get into this new music. For sure. I'm on a mission, my intuition is fishing. I'm in the lab, you swear you whipping in the kitchen. I'm on a mission, my intuition is fishing. Action speaks, cause no one really cares to listen. I'm on a mission, my intuition is fishing. I see a lot of copy clones, that real shit is missing. I got a vision, it's that proper premonition. Get up and get it, ain't no sitting around wishing. Ain't no sitting around wishing. I'm on the mission, my intuition is fishing. Yeah, you alive and breathing. 
on a mission, my intuition is fishing. Three women kissing, I'm shifting a whole dimension. I'm talking, you better listen. I'm a bad boy piston. It's the message it was written. Live your life and fuck they feelings. They ain't feeling what you feeling. They can't handle what you dealing. I'ma raise it to the ceiling. Stack it up and make some millions. Elevating the civilians. Keep it up, I'm steady building. I break it down and then rebuild it. I'm working hard, I'm on my field tip. Tab, dab, it's a field trip. I'm feeling numb, feel to feel emotions. I take control, I know it's for the moment. I gotta get it like I fucking own it. See your reflection, that's your best opponent. I'm rolling loud and I ain't held a potent. Vivid visions, mental hella open. Tunnel vision, yeah, I'm hella focused. I'm Harry Potter with the hocus pocus. I'm just a scholar, I'ma make you notice. I feel like tiny torture flying lotus. Until the quiet comes, I'm steady on the run. I gotta make it happen, I gotta get it done. Ain't fearing none, I'm my mama's son. I got the feeling like I'm winning and I just won. Like I'm at the Grammys, first row, plus one. I'm on a mission, my intuition is fishing. Follow your intuition, their mission is division. They fill us with religion, and they steady sinning. They fill us with religion, and we steady sinning. Stepping a lot Cause you trusting the messages of the second city And Diddy's a test of meth and Biggie and Pac The quality smack down You wrestling with the rock The pestilence less a mess And the pesters is in a box full of goodies I never touch You did it to me, I never rushed it at all Y'all niggas told me I'm a king Then you told me I'm a slave Then you told me I'm a win And you told me I'm afraid Then you told me I'm a phony, I'm a lame I'm the man, I'm the op, I'm the homie nigga Holy, I'm amazed, I'm the hardy harper The pod piper of the party start Shorty, I could turn the water to a flame I'm a martyr marker The art of arc, I'm a water walker I could leave the unholy on the way 
piece of the pie and a piece of shit and a piece of mine and a pie and a piece of a deep addition. I pray you pray for me, my brother. At least a wish, but you couldn't. You wouldn't ever. You better. You never know. We will not win. You will not pass. Lest you put the holy water in a shot glass Sip in the Loch Ness Niggas don't a lot last Let a lock loose till the boost in the rock rash We are not friends I do not love you We are locked in I will not dive in when the shop struggle That Dean Spencer dude is pretty nice That's so joint right, I like, You know what's funny? I really like that uh, artwork Like yeah. a little kid with that thick ass like mustache yeah. That caught my attention off guard He got some good videos too low key yeah, some pretty pretty decent uh, music videos. They're like young, creative, low budget type shit, but it, you can tell like he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna work what I got." That's like, what I need because I think yeah. um, even when it came to Tierra Whack, watching I think I had to listen to her album first, but watching no, I had to listen to her album a couple of times, but watching the visuals mm-hmm. made me appreciate the album more. So probably the Dean Spencer thing. If I listen to that, I watch the visuals, I'll probably appreciate the project a lot Facts. more. And when I first saw Tierra Whack, I actually saw a friend of mine, he uh, showed me the YouTube thing first. So I saw the video and the visuals at the same time and heard the song at the same time. So it was like all in one. And then going back and like listening to it on like Spotify and shit, mm-hmm. uh, you still had the same essence of like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, like it's still just like great even without. But yeah, I hope he does have that same kind of, uh, effect. You know, effect for sure. Yeah, I definitely got to catch that. But before we get out of here, I know this is a little bit of a longer episode, but I don't care. That whole that yeah, it's been a. Like I feel like it's been a minute since I've had like a pure music conversation, just music talk. That's always fun. Yes, That's it is definitely fun, awesome, especially when two, two people love music. But um, before we get out of here, as always, we do a prayer list. Um, I'm gonna go, I said I'm gonna go first, right? I'm gonna yeah, go first. Sure. Cool. But, um, my list is pretty short. Uh, I'm gonna put um. New Zealand and the, the people who uh, lost their lives during that uh, terrorist attack, call it what it is. Um, yeah, that was that was insane. I didn't pay too much attention to it because I can't, like, I was in Austin around that time. So, like, it was just a lot to handle. To be around people I love and to, like, look at that was a lot to handle. But definitely my prayers go out to um, everybody affected. Um, and last but not least, I said it last week. I'll say it again this week. Continue to keep Alvin on on um, Alvin on my prayer list. Uh, as you know, he lost his father, and um, I don't expect him to handle it easy. I would never know how to handle losing family members until you actually do. But um, just still keeping him in my prayers, and um, yeah, that's 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 my prayer list. Pretty short this time. Absolutely. So uh, what you got? Uh, well, definitely Prayer condolences out to Alvin uh, and his father for sure, and absolutely to the people of New Zealand that lost someone that's, that's incredibly uh, traumatizing and extremely sad. Um, mine is mine is pretty short as well. Uh, definitely want to put my mother on my prayer list. Uh, she had a foot surgery last week. That's uh, the main reason I was out in Kansas City. Uh, she's recovering. She's good, but you know, just want to make sure I can't be there. You know, yeah. the prayers there and there. Uh, also, uh, my brother that I mentioned earlier, he had just gotten out, so I uh, want to put him on my prayer list. So I hope he's doing well, uh, continues to do well, uh, and stay on the stay on the straight and narrow for sure. And uh, you as well, man. Uh, oh, you took your podcast. God dang it, you no, took man, it from me. For sure. I was you sitting here listening to you, and I was like, I didn't put him on a prayer list. Hopefully, you don't beat me. Oh, to nah. it. <laughs> beat me nah, to bro, it. All Genius. genuine, all genuine, bro. But you're doing you're doing uh, incredible things, and I I really uh, truly appreciate the opportunity to come on here. And, even just talk bullshit and music with you. Like, this is literally how our conversations go without the mics. Uh, without so the mics, is, exactly. Really cool. 
And, and and same here, bro. Definitely keeping you on the prayer list because um first of all, this will not be the last time you I hear we end up doing this. Right. And then the next thing is that you know, we talked off mic about a lot of uh things that you got coming up and I won't mention it. Um, and I don't want to mention it because it's I want that to speak for itself. But um like I said, I think it's really interesting, it's motivational and um it's just really cool because I'm going to be really excited to see us getting our bags at the same time. Absolutely. I think that's like the most exciting shit because like personally, I, don't, I haven't felt like I've been in my bag before the podcast. I didn't really feel like I was in my bag. Even doing the blog, I, I didn't feel like I was really in my bag. And I feel like you were definitely in yours. Like the events that you were throwing on, all that stuff, I feel like you were definitely in your bag. And that's then I know you kind of taking not, I'm gonna say a little break, but you just been getting nah, things sure. ready. Definitely hiatus, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Life happens. Yeah, you know, exactly. Recenter and shit. Exactly, and I feel like me past you know year or so, I've been in my bag trying to like cook up this content by any means necessary. So to yeah, hear you tell me too. what you got cooking, it's just like, damn, like it's, I'm excited, bro. It's all supposed I'm to work super out. Excited. It is, man. For exactly, sure. I know it definitely will because you you aren't like I said when I met you you aren't somebody who just half asses ideas like like you have a whiteboard in your fucking living room <laughs> it looks like you just have multiple <laughs> business meetings but that's just how your mind works and I totally get it so it's just like messy shit right now too <laughs> <laughs> luckily I got my glasses on so I can't see what any of that shit yeah. says. It just looks like, you know, when you have a TV screen that's and real. it's like pixelated back in the day. Uh, that's what it looks like right now. Are you far-sided or near-sided? Oh, I'm far-sided, bro. I can't yeah. see none of that shit. That's like green, red, black. At? at home. Nigga trying to be cool. You ain't got no context. It ain't cool being blind. That's a fact. <laughs> it ain't never cool being blind. I feel you. But once again, y'all, that is episode 30, actually, which is really dope. Episode 30 of the DNA Podcast with the homie Pastor Pond. Hey, man. I appreciate, appreciate it, man. It Very much so. You're supposed to hear a handshake right there. We can reach it, so we got fingertips. Tell them where they can find you on uh, social real quick before we got here. Uh, no doubt. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Hurt Pines, H-U-R-T-P-I-N-E-S. Uh, if you are into Tumblr and all that cool shit. and Instagram, you know, too? Same thing? Yeah, Instagram and Twitter are both Hurt Pines, but I do like you know sharing pictures and cool photos and stuff on Tumblr, so if you got some, send me some at Slightly Damp. That one, you know, that's slightly nice. damp. All that cool shit, you know. That's hilarious. Uh, but I appreciate you guys even giving a fuck and possibly listening to this. So. For Thank sure. You. So, oh, homie, knocked out in the yeah, corner. The dog is knocked out. Z's, Super. big Z's, <laughs> big Z's. Super. So, like that dog, we out. Till next time, love, sure. peace, and happiness, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday. Righteous.